Welcome to Baba Education Institute. My name is Reverend Henry Kelly. Today, we are going to be reading in the book of Genesis in chapter 7. And the title for this will be Noah Obeyed God. And it's a continuation of, of the story of Noah. And we will finish chapter 7 today and then we'll continue next time. Uh, with chapter 8 which will continue with with Noah and then and then you will uh, we'll find out how that goes okay so before I get started I always like to I'm going to read you uh, to read you what the Bible is so you have a factual way to refute refute excuse me I'll refute what People may say about the Bible, they don't believe the Bible, or a lot of it's always the, it's usually the same, the same answers or questions they'll give you. Is like, well, I can't trust the Bible because man wrote it. Well, well, yeah, but it was man inspired by God, and the other books were not. They're just that men wrote books and stuff. But with that mentality, then that means well, then they can't read any books because a man wrote it. Some man wrote it, a person, woman, whatever wrote whatever book or whatever you study in school, somebody wrote it. So that logic doesn't pan out. So anyways, and this and this also gives you, uh, it also talks about having witnesses to the fact and everything else. So it makes a lot of sense. And it's, and uh, this is given by Dr. Vodi Bakum, which you can find on YouTube, great teacher. And he also has uh, ministries, and you just put in uh, Dr. Vodi Baca Ministries on uh, your search engine. It'll pull up his ministry and everything. You can follow him. He's a really very fantastic teacher. All right, the Bible. A reliable collection of historical documents written by eyewitnesses during the lifetime of other eyewitnesses. Forty authors, 66 volumes of books, span of 1,500 years, in three continents, Asia, Africa, and Europe, written in three languages, mainly Hebrew and Greek, a little Aramaic, hundreds of subjects and topics. So now you have a way to defend the Bible, especially if you're in you know, high school or school or whatever, middle school or college, and you, know, you have a teacher or you have a professor who doesn't believe in God or whatever, or they're atheist, and so you know they're always downplaying the Bible. Um, getting a little shot in, and so now you have a way to refute what they say or, or to defend what they say. Not that God needs defending, but it's good to know what the Bible actually is. Alrighty, so let's get started, and I'll be reading out of the NIV, the New International Version, and it's Genesis chapter 7. And again, the title for this section is Noah Obeyed God. All right, let's begin. Uh, Genesis chapter 7, verse 1. The Lord then said to Noah, Go into the ark, you and your whole family, because I have found you righteous in the generation. Verse 2. Take with you seven pairs of every kind of clean animal, a male and its mate, and one pair of every kind of unclean animal, a male and its mate. Verse 3. And also seven pairs of every kind of bird, male and female, to keep their various kinds alive throughout the earth. Let's stop there for a minute. 
if you notice, they keep saying kinds, right? Because um, uh, species and kinds is different. The kind is like if it's a horse, it'll be in the horse family. If it's a dog, it's going to be in the dog family. Now, you can have a hundred species from it or whatever, but it's still one kind. That's where uh, these uh, atheist professors or so-called scientists or whatever, they love to do that. And then they have to use, as I said before the last time that I spoke, that they love to use millions of years. So that way, because nobody's ever seen it, they weren't there and there's nothing. They're just making it up. So they feel nobody can refute it or challenge it because nobody was there. But see, we have proof here, written proof, documented proof that somebody was here during all this time. You know, and that's why this was written. But um, but those who either want to reject God, which in the end they want to be God, because they don't want to, they don't want anyone to tell them what to do, especially a God in heaven. But they, if you notice, those same people want to tell you what to do all the time. They want to be large and in charge, but nothing applies to them, and they're never guilty of anything. It's always somebody else. That's what sin is. That's pride is sin. It's selfishness. is self-righteousness. Trying to be, you know, like you're all that. We're all sinners. We all fail. We all do wrong things. And what I've learned is that when you admit to that fact that we're failed humans who have sinned before God, but because God sent his son to Christ to give us the good news, which is salvation through him, through humbling yourself, repenting every sins and putting your trust in Christ because we have sin. Then he also paid the, the one-time penalty for us because we could never pay it. So so that's what uh, that's why I just want to stop at the kinds there. Just I know I probably said it before, but I want to do it again. And also, how did they get all these animals in that ark? Well, the ark was pretty giant. And actually, you can go to, I believe it's Williamston, or Williams, it's either Williamston or Williamston, Kentucky. And they have, uh, uh, it's called uh, Answers in Genesis. They have the Creation Museum and they have the Ark Encounter, which is a museum, but it's a life-size. The exact um, measurements of, for the Ark and the exact size of what the Ark was is gigantic. But also how all this worked. See how you get it in? You get babies of all this stuff so they're small. So you can put a lot in there, you know. So that makes a lot of sense. Plus it's only of kinds, not species, just kinds. So, you know, you have like two dogs, male and female. Uh, giraffes and they're all babies. Giraffe babies, male and female, and all so on and so forth. And... So you just have the kinds in there. It's not species. You know, that comes later when it just develops. So you have, like, from a dog, you can have poodles and big dog, small dog, whatever. You know, a hot dog, which is called Dachshunds. You know, German Shepherds uh, and so on. But those are, uh, those are like species, not, they're not Kinds. I mean, they are, they're all the same kinds. It's the, it's the dog. You know, that is the little dogs or whatever. But, you know, it's just like the giraffe, elephants, whatever. You have kinds. 
then from there you may have, have like different types but it's still the same kind okay let's continue in verse 4 of chapter 7 of Genesis uh, verse 4 seven days from now I will send rain on the earth for 40 days and 40 nights and I will wipe from the face of the earth every living creature I have made now let me stop there now there there was never rain before a god would send a dew from the earth to water all the plants and stuff there was no rain so this was like a judgment on the earth so he sent like rain to be poured down and ever since we've had that and then he also uh, uh, if you ever look at the um, the uh, the rainbow that was his thing said that he would never destroy the earth with rain again so he made the rainbows to always be there. that's why after good hard rain this misty or whatever and hot you can see this rainbow of multicolors but that's why so this was the first time that the rain that we're used to started coming down because everything was water from the ground just like a mist that would come up and just water everything kind of like if you have sprinklers for like plants you got a lot of plants or uh, you have like a um you have a nursery with a bunch of plants. You know, you have like these little sprinklers that just kind of spray water. It's kind of like that, but there was no mechanics to it. It was just all natural. Okay. Verse 5, And Noah did all that the Lord commanded him. Verse 6, Noah was 600 years old when the flood waters came on the earth. Verse 7, And Noah and his sons and his wife and his sons' wives entered the ark to escape the waters of the flood. Verse 8, pairs of clean and unclean animals of birds and all creatures that move along the ground male and female oh that's verse 9 male and female came to Noah and entered the ark as God had commanded Noah verse 10 after and after the seven days the flood waters came on the earth verse 11 in the 600 in the 600th year of Noah's life on the 17th day of the second month on that day all the springs of the great deep burst forth and the flood gates of the heavens were open and rain fell on the earth 40 days and 40 nights verse 13 on that very day noah and his sons shem ham and jepheth together with his wife and with the wives of his three sons entered the ark verse 14 they had with them every wild animal according to its kind all livestock according to their kinds every creature that moves along the ground according to its kind and every bird according to its kind everything with wings verse 15 pairs of all creatures that have the breath of life in them came to noah and entered the ark verse 16 the animals going in were male and female of every living thing as God had commanded Noah then the Lord shut him in so they had a big door for everything so when the God just said okay everything's to hear the way and he shut the door where nobody could open that door so that means those people from outside when they realized what was going on they'd want to get in there but they could not and then Noah couldn't open it either because if they feel sorry for him or whatever they could not either which I don't think they would do that because they were obeying God. But anyways, God made sure that door was not going to be open.
Okay, verse 17. For 40 days the flood kept coming on the earth, and as the waters increased, they lifted the ark high above the earth. Verse 18, the waters high above the earth. Verse 18, the waters rose and increased greatly on the earth, and, and the ark floated on the surface of the water. Verse 19, they rose greatly on the earth, and all the high mountains under the entire heavens were covered. Verse 20, the waters rose and covered the mountains to a depth of more than 15 cubits. Verse 21, every living thing that moved on land perished, birds, livestock, wild animals, all the creatures that swarm over the earth, and all mankind. Verse 22, everything on dry land that had the breath of life in its nostrils died. Verse 23, every living thing on the face of the earth was wiped out. People and animals and the creatures that move along the ground and the birds were wiped from the earth. Only Noah was left and those with him in the ark. Okay. So now we're learning this. And remember, when we finish, when we finish foundations, what we're doing now, which is Genesis chapter 1 to Genesis 11, then I'm going to go into Revelations. But um, it was just put on my heart that this was needed first to get your basics in to make the other part make more sense. And just realizing Revelations, there's a lot of symbolism there. You know, uh, things that may sound like it's real and weird is really just symbolic. So, so anyways, so, so we're reading about the destruction of people, you know, and I was thinking about this and, um, you know, when people want to do their own thing and they don't want to obey God, it always leads to their destruction. And it's the same thing in our lives, you know, especially if you don't even know God and you're just walking along, whatever, and doing things you shouldn't be doing. And now we know that lying's wrong and stealing wrong and murder wrong because God has wrote his Ten Commandments on our hearts. That's why we know this. Like instinctively, we know it because he's wrote it on our hearts. But if you don't know God, you don't know the Bible, you weren't raised, you weren't taught anything, then you're walking around here, you know, and you just don't realize that you're on your way to hell because uh, you're in a state of disobedience, disobeying God, and you you don't understand about that because we're disobeying God and we've broken his moral law, the Ten Commandments, that our punishment is hell when we die, when we when our breath is gone in our body and we're dead, then he, if you don't know God, then you will wake up your eyes in hell. If you do know God, then you wake up your eyes in heaven because your spirit's going to be one, one place or the other. So let me give you some scripture verses. Ephesians chapter 1, verses 4 through 5, the ESV, English Standard Version. Even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him in love, Verse 5, he predestined us for adoption to himself as sons through Jesus Christ according to the purpose of his will. John chapter 6, verse 44, the ESV English Standard Version. No one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him, and I will raise him up on the last day. Okay. Um, Luke chapter 18, verses 9 through 14, the NIV. And this is the parable of the Pharisee and the tax collector. 
starting at verse, so it's verses 9 through 14. To some who were confident of their own righteousness and looked down on everyone else, Jesus told this parable. Two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee, which is a religious leader, or a Jewish religious leader, and the other a tax collector, which back then they were hated because, you know, they collected taxes for the Romans and all, and then they kept some for themselves. That's how they made a living. Because um, back then, they would get people to to collect taxes for them. And so they were kind of, they were kind of looked at as like the mafia would be today or, or like a bad, you know, bad person. Um, and then they would have to charge extra so they could make a salary because that's how, that's how the Romans had it. So needless to say, you know, people hated them. And they were they're most of the time their own people. I mean, Jewish and stuff. Uh, verse 11, the Pharisee stood by himself, by himself and prayed, God, I thank you that I am not like other people, robbers, evildoers, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week and give a tenth of all I get. And shoot down to verse 13, but the tax collector stood at the distance. He would not even look up to heaven, but beat his breast and said, God, have mercy on me, a sinner. And verse 14, I tell you that this man, rather than the other, went home justified before God. For all those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. So you see what that means? That to come to God, we have to humble ourselves. And most people don't want to humble themselves. You know, they want, they want to tell you how wonderful they are and all this stuff. You know, or they don't want to believe that they do anything wrong. But that's just a fact. You know, and so that's just a fact right there. Let me give some salvation message or salvation scriptures. Romans chapter 10, verse 9 through 10, King James Version. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God raised you from the dead, thou shalt be saved. With the heart man believeth on the righteous, with the mouth confesseth man of salvation. Romans chapter 10, verse 13, King James Version. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And Romans chapter 10, verse 17, King James Version. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Okay. So I'm just going to cover a few of the commandments. So you can see how we all sin. Uh, the ninth commandment, you shall not bear false witness. That means you shouldn't lie. We all have lied, white lies, whatever, to get out of something, whatever. You may not call it a lie, but God does. We, we all have lied. And what do you call someone that lies? A liar. So that means we're liars. If you haven't confessed your sins before God and all that, you know, that we've broken God's moral law and Ten commandments. That's one. Uh, the Eighth Commandment, Thou shalt not steal. Have you ever stolen everything? Have you ever borrowed something? I'll bring it back. Have you ever picked up a pen somewhere? Just a little cheap pen, whatever. Didn't think nothing of it. Walked away with it. Um, it doesn't matter what it costs. Doesn't matter the price. That's not the point. Remember, God's standards are high. And ours are really low. And uh, so, so if... Or have you borrowed even a paper clip and then bring it back or whatever it is, you know? Or just took something and just went off with it because it it was just to us nothing. 
Well, then we've stolen. What it costs one to steal is to call him a thief. Okay, now we, we all have made a God in our own mind that's a, a fluffy, cuddly God that's okay with everything we do. So that's the first commandment. You shall not have no other gods before me. We've already made a God in our minds. We all have. We have a God that's okay with everything we do, but that's not the God of the Bible. That's only three. Okay, let's go for... Um, let's go for four. Um, have you ever looked at another person with lust? According to Jesus, he said you already committed adultery, which is, which is the seventh commandment. That's not commit adultery. So because in, in our minds, you know, we look upon somebody in a sexual way and lust or look at pornography, you know, then we've already looked at another person with lust. We've committed adultery in our hearts already. Which means that you're married and you're thinking on somebody else or, um, you know, you, you're just having sex out of marriage. Like you're not married and having sex with people, whatever. You know, that's fornication. But also in our minds, we commit adultery. So, yeah, you know, it's uh, that's why Christ had to come because we couldn't save ourselves. So, so the sickness is we have sinned before God. We are sinners. And what is the cure? The cure is this. If you come humbly before God, knowing that we have broken God's moral law, and if he, if he was to judge us by this, these laws, would we be innocent or guilty? We would be guilty. Would it be heaven or hell? We would be go to hell. But he, Jesus came, God the Father sent his son Jesus to come to give the good news and, and to die in our place. So now we can come by faith believing, by humbling ourselves before the Lord, repenting of our sins, asking God for forgiveness and then turning away from it, then putting our trust in Christ Jesus alone. And from that point, we need to start reading the Bible daily without fail, find a good Bible-believing teaching church that we can learn and learn, grow and serve the Lord. So I would advise you to do that as quickly as possible. That's what I would advise you to do. Resources. Dr. Uh, you can find these on, uh, it's all on YouTube and on their websites. Dr. Vody Bakum. YouTube, Living Waters with Ray Comfort, uh, YouTube, livingwaters.com, Answers in Genesis with Ken Ham, Answers in Genesis.org, YouTube. Also, Wall Builders with David Bart, wallbuilders.com. He also has a radio program you can just look up online. It's called Wall Builders Radio. Um, and also, he teaches about a, mostly American history, uh, American Christian history. Uh, Dr. Dr. Walter Martin, waltermartin.org. Also, on YouTube. Um, Apologia Studios with Pastor Jeff Durbin and ApologiaStudios.com that's A-P-O-L-O-G-I-A-S-T-U-D-I-O-S.com and literally you can go there and they have all the teachings of Dr. Greg Bonson a ministry professor and he will teach you the right and proper scriptures and everything but the family, when he died, they gave all of his teaching recordings over the many years to Pastor Jeff Durbin and Apologia Studios. So they've redigitized it 
and they put it on there. You can go to his website, and you can put in the search engine on the website there, Dr. Greg Bons Dr. Greg Bonson, B A N B A H N S E N, or you can put in Bonson U, and it'll pop it up, and you can start listening, and you can literally get a free seminary education. I listen to it all the time, or as much as you know, as much as possible. Okay. And if you would like to uh, correspond with us, it's all lowercase Bible Education Institute at gmail.com is the email. Our website is all lowercase Bible Education Institute dot webnode.com. And also, you could listen to us. Uh, we have some videos, but a lot of it, um, like we haven't done videos in a while. Oh, I haven't done a video in a while. You can still watch them on YouTube, um, but we do a lot of podcasts, and hopefully in the near, hopefully in the future, I'll be able to go back to doing more videos too. I like to do both, uh, video and audio. But for right now, the the audio version you can watch, but we also put the audio on, on YouTube and Rumble too. And there are, like I said, there's there's some videos uh, on there too. Uh, and you can go, you can go to the audio platforms, Bible Education Institute with Reverend Henry Kelly, and you can find that on uh, Helium Radio Network, heliumradio.com, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Amazon Music, Overcast, Chrome, G Potter, Firefox, Safari, iTunes, Audible, Alexa, Google, Podbean, Internet Explorer, Podcast Addict, and many others. This keeps growing, so it's fantastic. And also, you can find us on uh, YouTube and Rumble. And let me give you some more good teachers here. Uh, Dr. Dr. R.C. Sproul with Legionnaire Ministries, and he's on YouTube. And of course, Dr. Vody Bakum, Dr. James White on YouTube, and you can find him on Apologia Studios, uh, the YouTube channel and all. And you can also listen to Apologia Studios, uh, the audio part on Apple Podcasts. Pastor Joel, Joel Webbin with Right Response Ministries on YouTube. You can also find on YouTube Doug Wilson, Gary DeMar, and Pastor Jeff Durbin with Apologia Studios. And I like to use these, you know, to get used books and stuff, but you can get new ones. But here's some good resources on that. Abe Books, A-B-E-B-O-O-K-S online. Thrift Books, Amazon, and Alibrist, A-L-I-B-R-I-S. Also, if you need a Bible... Just email, uh, just send an email through the Bible Education Institute at gmail.com and, and we'll be glad to send you one. Um, or you can just, um, you know, or if you want to buy one, you just go to those things I already gave you. And you can go on TCT Network, you can put that in your search engine and pull up um, Faith in History with William Federer on. He is on the on, on, on demand programs. And ancient Jewish wisdom, he does. Of the Rabbi Daniel Lappin, he does the Old Testament. He used to be on TCT, but they took him off. But you can find him on YouTube, and you can go to Rabbi all lowercase Rabbi Daniel Lappin dot com, and uh, the Rabbi Daniel Lappin podcast. Just put that in your search engine. And you can find him on YouTube also. Great teacher, great teacher. So. Till next time, remember, read your Bible daily without fail and do what it says.